are y'all feeling tonight? How y'all feeling tonight, my good people? <laughs> you could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but you chose to be here with me. So anything that happened that's extra ignorant, just know you chose to log on. <laughs> appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all. So tonight's show, um, you know, the, t the more toxic, the merrier, if you will. We have this, this phrase that's going around like crazy, toxic people, toxic people, toxic people. You know, is, is it a, is it a fad? Is this just some overgeneralization? Is this a real thing? I'm here to tell you that it is very much real. These people are here to stay. Um, we're going to get into a few different things um, about this topic. I want you guys to chime in in the comments. If you're in a situation, you know someone in a situation, um, we're going to try to, you know, put some, some, put a narrative to this situation. Uh, give some people some assistance, some advice, um, and help out where we can tonight. Or just get super duper ignorant with it. So, but first, you know, I got to do my little housekeeping stuff. So, um, right now, if you guys are watching live on Facebook, please just uh, share the post, um, comment, please. And, um, you know, try to grow the audience. We just hit... 2000 downloads last week. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Um, the numbers are growing on YouTube. Um, we got a few people who tune in that watch live on YouTube. Um, subscribe to the channel, thumbs up, bell notifications, all that jazz. Um, but yeah, um, we not, I'm gonna do callers in a second. I, I put that on the screen, but I'm gonna do that in a second. Not right now. Um, uh, cause I want, we got to define this thing real quick. <laughs> Sorry, I think I'm a little stuffed up. You know, you know, I ran into four seasons in Ohio today. You know what I'm saying? I woke up, it was, you know, fall, then, it, you know, went to spring, all that stuff. So let's put it up on the screen. Let's, let's define this thing real quick. All right, what is a toxic relationship? All right, Dr. Lillian Glass, a California-based communication and psychology expert who says she coined the phrase or term in 1995's book, Toxic people defines a toxic relationship as any relationship between people who don't support each other, where there's conflict and one sees to one seeks to undermine the other, where there's competition, where there's disrespect and lack of cohesiveness. I want to go back in this, this part because it's a, it's a, it's a few jewels in here. For one, this is, this term has been out since 1995. That's one. And then the second part defines a toxic relationship as any relationship. And that's where I feel like that's the key right there. Any relationship, not just, oh, this is my significant other. No. Oh, this is my mom. Oh, this is my dad. This is my sister. This is my cousin. This is my coworker. This is my friend. Toxic people are just that toxic people. 
So I think once you establish that first and foremost, that, you know, toxic people aren't the people, you know, and then it's not even the people you're connected to with sometimes. Sometimes it's the people you just see or you know, and you just, you, you get a whiff of their stench in the trash that they be on. And I go the other way. So let's talk about some, some toxic traits, if you will. Some things that are these toxic people do some things that, you know, they bring to the table. Lack of support. Toxic communication. Jealousy. Controlling behaviors. Resentment. Dishonesty. Patterns of disrespect. Negative financial behaviors. Unpack that just for a second. Lack of support. Now, I don't want, I don't want, I don't think, you know, any and everybody should support everything that you want to do. We do live in a a culture where people be like, if you disagree with what somebody wants, oh, he's a hater. No, he's not a hater. You just don't support what you do. But it's the type of, are you working against me? Are you trying to purposely undermine me? Are you trying to knock my legs underneath me? That's when I think you start getting to toxic behaviors. Like when somebody on purpose is trying to do something counterproductive to what your goal is. Now it's one thing you may disagree with what I'm trying to do. That's fine. You're, this is America. You can disagree with me, but are you purposely having an agenda? You woke up this morning. You said, you know what? I am going to try to sabotage what time has going on on purpose. Excuse me. That's a tax. That's a toxic behavior. That's a toxic behavior. Toxic communication. Everybody has these things or knows these people who talk to you crazy on purpose, Um, whether they try to talk down to you, whether they try to belittle you, whether they try to, you know, basically um, make you think you're stupid. And they're doing this on purpose. It's almost like a bullying tone. Um, Doing things to basically vocally, you know, Pull your card, press your buttons on purpose. And my whole thing is it's the on purpose part that bothers me. It's the on purpose part, whether it's lack of support, whether it's talking to me reckless, you doing it on purpose. Jealousy. Now, jealousy is one. I think everybody deals with to a certain extent. And the fact the person that typically is jealous of you, that's the degree of how much it hurts. If, if, if that makes sense, because for me, sometimes it's the people close to me that you don't know, feel like they're in competition or jealous of you. And you like, there's no reason to be jealous of me. We're, we're, we're going to win together. And it's like, no, cause they secretly don't want you to win <laughs> to keep it all the way honest and real. They secretly don't want you to win. 
controlling behaviors. What's a controlling behavior? Everybody knows this person. Everybody knows Pam from the staff meeting who's not in charge, but somehow seems to be talking right now, telling people what to do. Everybody knows her. She gets on my nerves with them kitten heels. Hold on one second. So I, I guess controlling behaviors and then like in a relationship, you know, that person who tries to control everything you do, control how you think, control who you hang around, basically trying to make you live how they want you to live, a controlling behavior. Resentment. Everybody, I have seen people who have been in relationships for four and five years together, live together and resent each other, or one person resents the other person. Just toxic. Just toxic. First times you get, man, you know, she she thinks she all that because she got that little $7 raise. Man, let me, that's resentment. That is resentment. And the thing is, you got to be careful about how people say these things because they'll make them, they'll make it seem like it's okay, but actually you could just tell they resent you for it. You know what I'm saying? Like they sort of like them, them little, them little side jabs, like, eh, eh. like they wasn't a big deal, but they, they literally threw shade on you. Uh, people resent you in a relationship. How you in a relationship and you resent me? That's crazy. Dishonesty. I'm a, I'm a tackle dishonesty and patterns of disrespect together. Dishonesty, I mean, it's clear cut. I can't trust you. And <laughs> I mean, so FYI, I be getting comments from both from both the people on Facebook and I get comments from people on YouTube. For some reason, the YouTube comments don't pop up on the screen, only I can see them. So, you know, sometimes sometimes they'll say something and it's sort of funny. Hold on, let me see what my, my friend friend said. I missed the first few minutes, but I had men jealous of me before. And listen, I, I struggle with this so much. And I've heard women say this before, like they've been in a relationship where a man is jealous of them. And it's like, is jealousy a character flaw? Because it's like, it, it doesn't seem like a person should actually be jealous of you. It just seems like it's something deeper at work. And, and hold on. Cause I see, I, I missed, but let me go, let me go back. So I, I, I finished off this list real quick. Hold on my fault. Wrong screen. Um, patterns of disrespect. Um, patterns of disrespect. Let's let us let us finish this real quick. I would say a pattern of disrespect is just somebody doing something over and over again to undermine, to disrespect, or an action of betrayal over time. Now, let's let's back that, let's unpack that. Every one of y'all got a friend that y'all keep giving chances to, and they keep messing it up over and over and over again. It might be little stuff, but you can't trust them. They, they betray you. 
They throw shade. It's a toxic individual. Toxic as hell. And I, I guess what I, I mean, once I get to the end of this, I'm going to get into my second part. Um, I just be hitting buttons, y'all. Negative financial behaviors. Um, you know, I listen, this has been a problem with me dating, with me trying to get to know people, period. Negative financial behaviors. And I'm not here to count people's money or tell them what to do with their money, but there's a way you move with money that can move counterproductively to a relationship like dating from, from letting it progress. I'm going to give a story. I'm not going to say any names. I'm going to give a story in a situation. Y'all probably going to say, Tom, you, you an asshole for that. So I was, I was talking to a girl. Uh, this is probably a four, few years ago now. And she, you know, every time we went out, you know, red bottoms, Gucci belts, nice purses, all this stuff, you know, we go out, have a good time. She was, you know, had a really prestigious job. This I'm telling y'all about to get mad at me. I'm telling you right now. And, <laughs> and she, uh, yeah. Uh, so she texted me one day and she was like, Tom, uh, can you cash at me $37 and like some change? I was like $40 in my head. I'm like $40. You need $40. Um, and and my, you know, I just, you know, I, I sent like, a, I, I can't even cash app nobody $40. So I sent her a hundred dollars and she was like, um, thank you. Cause they, they're at my house and they're about to cut my water off. <clears throat> what? They about to do what? And in my head, instantaneously, I swear to God. And it, maybe this is just my logic. I am like one of the people where you would have been better off asking me for $400 instead of $40. Cause now I think you make bad decisions in my head financially. Cause I'm like, they just don't cut your bill off of that amount. So it's like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like that's a person I feel like those financial decisions would make, would move counterproductively to a relationship. Hold on a second. Let me see what, let me see. Cause they be, let me see. Let me see. I can't, I, why you be choosing wrong so much? Cause you have a ton of these stories, friend. Do we need to do an intervention show for you? Listen, it's, we're going to get on time. One show, one time, one show. We are going to do a time intervention. I'm actually let somebody else host it. And then I'm going to be the caller who call him. I'm going to really be sitting over there. And um, I'm going to break it down. I'm going to let somebody try to break me down. Because sometimes you do got to step out of the situation if you're really trying to move forward in your own situation. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Tremaine. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. This is an excellent hoodie tonight. Um, I, I, I mean, I just think, you know, and then, every, you know, people who... Like I've had friends who've been like, man, this dude make good money, but he always broke. This dude go out every weekend and spend all his whole paycheck. 
I got friends that, you know, I remember when I was working, they make, you know, two, three thousand dollars a week on get paid on Friday by Monday. Excuse me. They're, you know, hey, you think you can float me 50 to Friday? I'm like, nigga, what? Toxic, toxic, toxic behaviors, fam, toxic behaviors. And we, you have to be able to identify this stuff. You have to. And it's like, everybody knows this person. So this, this is the kicker. If you're in a relationship with this person, if you, if you have this person as a friend, you're connected to these toxic people, What you have to understand is you're not qualified to fix them. You're not, you have no degree in therapy. The, you're not, you're not an intervention specialist. None of that. Sometimes you just have to sever the leg. <laughs> you have to cut it off or modify how you deal with them because you can't fix them. And I feel like that's the, the part of it that people get locked and trapped into is the fact that they, they feel like, Oh, let me fix this person. I see potential in this person. I can change this person. I can, I can assist this transformation in this person. You are not equipped to do that. Change has to come from the person. I can tell you sorry every day. I can be like, I'm sorry for this. I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry I did that. But if I don't modify my behavior, I am not sorry. If I keep doing the same thing to you, I am not sorry. I am inflicting punishment on you and you are accepting it and you are showing me how to love you or lack thereof. That is toxic. That is a toxic trait. People have been in relationships with the same person for years, going through this same thing, a, a, just a cycle of toxicity. And I guess I want to help people see it, that they're in it. Pull the parachute, jump off the plane. Jump off the flame, pull the parachute, do it that way. Um, but to just keep doing it over and over and over again, waking up day after day after day in the same relationship, in the same situation, connected to the same people, working at the same job, going to the same university, dealing with the same coworkers and students and friends and expecting things to miraculously change. That's not gonna happen. You either need to change your situation or that you need to cut, sever the leg, <laughs> sever the leg. They got prosthetics. And I use a leg because that's how important the people are to you sometimes. That's why I use leg. Cause people, oh, I'm not cutting my leg off. Oh, come on, man, it's my leg. But come on, man, you get gangrene in your leg, it can kill your whole body, fam. Your whole body. Understand, I am not joking when I tell you, you let that thing infect your body, it will kill your body. And that's what people are living with every day with these toxic people. And so now you get to the, the other part of this whole situation. How do I keep dating the same person over and over again? Am I attracted to toxic people? 
it's something about the level of disrespect that this person keeps you know bringing these people not even this person because you moved on you've cut that guy off you got a new guy and he's still bringing the same level of toxicity to your life and you like is this is this me am am i attracted to you know this is this something that i'm bringing on myself and you got to ask yourself yes it is you if you if you dated multiple people and you keep you keep coming up with the same outcome yes yes it's you now what do you do to change you and you me, me and my, me and the homie, I'm just going to say the homie across the street. I don't know if she want me to put her out there like that. Me and the homie across the street always be talking about these similar topics and just the level of accountability you have to have with the people you choose versus the good people that actually come in your life and recognizing those good people. But there's something about these good people that just don't do it for you. They just don't do it for you. Everybody has met a really nice guy that they can settle down with. Everybody's met a really nice girl they can settle down with. Let's just keep it real. They was either crunchy looking, built funny, not exciting. Don't, you know, do that thing thing that you like. You let your little nasty heathen self like. And when you look at what you do like, you know, you what what D Lamonte be doing, you know what I'm saying? What watermelon E should be doing. You got to ask yourself, do I really want change? Do I really want something different? Am I really just you know, pre-programmed to be attracted to these dysfunctional relationships. Like, is this, is this really me? And you, you really got to ask yourself. Cause it's like, I got, I got three kids. All they daddies act just like, don't none of them help me. Um, I, um, 30 something years old. I, the guy I'm talking to, he, he knew and he acting like he was the first one and I'm somehow in this. What happens is you either stop, you know what I'm saying? You just, just halt, just stop. I'm not going to date anymore. I'm, I'm a work on me. I'm a, I'm a do me. I'm just going to concentrate on me. I'm just going to do me. Blah, blah, blah. That's corny. Fix yourself. Sometimes <clears throat> I get this, I get this story. I tell people this story. I can't say who it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I ain't going to say who it is. <clears throat> My cousin met this guy 
we was at work first with first week of work. She started this job. We, we, we had been working the job and like this guy started and first day he came in, he just looked at her and was like, Oh my God, she's beautiful. Da, da, da. You can see little birds and hearts going around his head, like a little cartoon. And she looked at him and looked at me and was like, this crunchy nigga. Never. He tried his shot. She, she obliterated his shot. She chasing after this dude, you know, basketball player type, you know, grown infant mentality, you know, big child, Jody, a Jody. And she dispatched this dude like multiple times. He was just so persistent, so persistent with his, his crunchy spirit. And literally they have been together happily for 20 plus years. And I say all that to say, yes, we be attracted to these toxic people. Yes, we have, you know, whatever's wrong with us, whatever's broken inside of us, we allow and let these toxic people ruin and run our lives. But if you really open yourself up to the possibilities with somebody who's actually a good person, and, and I take this back to the beginning because when she wrote that, that phrase in the book, she was just talking about people. She wasn't talking about a husband, a wife, a co-worker. She was just talking about people. So the reverse of that would be if you let good people into your life. People who, when you see them, their integrity and their character of how they carry themselves of individuals without you in their life is awesome. People who are just good. If you surround yourself with people who are just good, you're going to have healthy relationships. It's amazing. The amount of people who are, you know, 25, 35, 45, 55, who have no good relationship history, period. I'm not even talking about a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife. I'm talking about healthy relationships, period. I have met women who don't have good friends and they're in their forties. I've met people who like, Oh, I hate my job. Oh, I don't have good friends. Oh, I, I'm like, I, in my head, I'm like, I don't want to be the next on your list. You got to surround yourself with good people, good people. And sometimes they don't look like you think, you know what I'm saying? They're not, they don't have the background. You think they may not, you know, wear all the nice clothes or dress or, you know, do all the stuff these toxic people do, but they're good people. They're good natured people. Hold on, I got a comment. Let me throw it up on the screen. That screen, screen. Okay, so I tried going outside of my box and dating who I thought would not been toxic. Then this mf'er started feeling himself because he bagged me and ended up being just as toxic. Um. Okay, so I and the thing is, I've heard that before. Like I start, I start, I, but this is my thing. I feel like a toxic person is a toxic person just because you chose to date somebody who let's just call him crunch nail. 
like Cornell for Crunch Nail. So Crunch Nail, because he crunchy, Crunch Nail was toxic. He was just crunchy. And a toxic behavior is a toxic behavior. But, you know, the, the other caveat to that is you have to be accountable for who you are because we secretly be having some toxic traits on as our, as individuals. And we actually, you know what I'm saying? Crunchell probably, he not saying he did, but he could have been protecting himself from you. And cause I mean, I know I have some things about myself that I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I'm aggressively toxic or anything like that, but I have some things that people would probably frown upon about myself. And I'm pretty sure everybody does. So we do have to be accountable for that part. Like I said, but I, but like I said, with the, with the toxic behavior, I feel like that's when you do stuff on purpose. Yeah. When that's when I feel like you do things on purpose, like you, you almost go out of your way to be an asshole. Like you, you know, you'd be like, you know what? I'm trying to get an A today. So how your mama doing? Her beard look dope. You know, just taking it there for no reason. We we have to allow these good people in our circle. And the thing is, it's not really, like I said before, it's not these people. It's, it's just like a good friend. Like everybody needs a good friend that they can pick up the phone and just talk to and just get a good, good vibe, good energy. And if you surround yourself with enough people like that, it's going to change your personal culture how you operate, how you reverberate in the uh, universe. So it's some personal self-work to actually say to yourself, perfect example. Let's say you live a real toxic life. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you eat bad. You, your job is, you know, crappy, all of this stuff. And let's say you join a gym and the gym's just full of all these people Similar background to you, all the excuses you were using to not go to the gym. You see other people at this gym, you know, with more kids than you, more drama than you, but they still get up and go, right? Working out, getting healthy, getting in shape, change your diet. You're now feeling good. You're healthy. You change your diet. You're like, you know what? I'm going to look for another job. You look for another job. You start hanging out from, with people from the gym because you like the vibe that they bring, right? That's the same thing we have to do in pe period in life. Like we, we have to separate ourselves from these toxic people and these toxic behaviors, these toxic traits, these toxic cycles that we are putting ourselves in and put ourselves in some healthy situations. Healthy. And I struggle with this all the time because I literally I look to some of my friends that I've had my whole life and I can't let them go. No matter what they do, I just, for the life of me, I be holding on to them. I hold on to relationships with people I should really just push out of a moving car. That's how much damage they've done to me. How much damage they continually done to me. To continue, basically. And you have to, people, when I tell you, you have to. 
You have to get these people out your life or you will be stagnant. You will be stuck in place. You will be forever carrying their water. You have to get rid of these people. It is not even an option. And I know the struggle of getting rid of these people. I know it. So I'm not talking from you. I'm not talking to you standing on a soapbox saying, ah, da, 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 you do this and then you'll be perfect like me. No, I'm talking, I'm talking to you standing with you flawed in this mess that I have people I'm connected to that it's been tough to let go. Listen, <laughs> I can give you some tips. My cutoff game is strong. The thing is, most people will tell you that my cutoff game is strong, but it's, it's some people that I think, and this is the damage and the trauma It's some people that you've been connected to so long that you don't even know you, you it's when I take it back to the leg, like cutting your leg off. It's the idea of actually taking a saw and cutting your own leg off. It's just so foreign. Like, why would I inflict pain on myself to, to get rid of my own leg? And it's like, I can live with the, but you don't understand. Like when your leg is infected and the doctor can't save your leg, the doctor then came in the room and he like, look, fam, either you get rid of this leg or it's going to kill you overnight. And you looking at your foot, your good foot. And you looking at your bad foot. And you like, you thinking about it. And you really like, this is my life. But you actually really thinking about it. Like, is there anything else you can do, doctor? The doctor just told you, no. That's how messed up we are. <laughs> That's how messed up we are. We're literally considering dying to keep this bad leg. Man, cut the leg off. They got nice prosthetics now. You can run on them and everything. Saw so a dude in the Olympics. How you in the Olympics with a fake leg? Running with regular people. And I think that's the the trauma. That's how bad it is. You know, you be if you be in a relationship with a person, you 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 love this person, but they do nothing but damage to you. Nothing. But damage, you can't grow. You looking at your life and you like, I should be so further along. I should, I should be happy at this point, but you're not happy because you carrying around this bad leg. How do I get rid of this leg? How do I come to grips with the fact that I got to cut this leg off? And I really feel like it's a, it's a certain level of brokenness and emptiness that we deal with that that toxic person feels. Crazy, right? I don't know where I'm going with this, but listen, I feel like these toxic people were connected to the value that they bring. I, Cause I don't like to get, I don't want to say to use the word value, but I think the part that we can't let go is something we believe we need. 
And that belief leads to that separation anxiety. What does it look like without this person? This person is re- you're entrenched with this person in this situation, you know, this job, this coworker that, you know, what I'm saying you you're entrenched. I've, I know people who have jobs that they absolutely cannot stand. They're qualified to work in other places, but actually applying. I've been on my job for 17 years. I've been here for 20 years. I bet. Do I want to start over somewhere else? Do I want to leave I hate it. I'm miserable. I can't stand it here, but I, I can't let it go. Did y'all not hear me? The doctor came in and said, it's going to kill you. It is going to kill you. You have to change. You have to cut the leg off. I don't, I don't ever. And the thing is I I do this show to have a creation, uh, a creative dialogue with my people. Um, but I'm telling you, I, I deal with this stuff myself. I know these people I've had that job. I know y'all see me riding around town looking like an absolute fabulous superstar, but no, I used to be on the back of a trash truck throwing trash every day, 4.30 a.m. Hated it. Hated it. Hey, ain't even a word. And it was like going to school and I mean, going to work and just being an alien. Like everybody else was just happy to be there. And I was just, oh my gosh, y'all do know what we, we throw trash, right? Like it was so frustrating. So frustrating. And everywhere, every, oh, you better not quit that good job. That's a good job. You got benefits, retirement, insurance, and everything. You can do all this. And I just knew, like, yo, this ain't it. (laughs) This ain't it. And it took a lot to cut my leg off. I mean, it took a lot. So I can only imagine if you're in a relationship. And you got kids, you got a mortgage, you got car payments, you entrenched financially with this person and, and you got to sever the leg and you like, you almost like you, you weighing the options of, man, I think I can keep putting up with this. What fam? He, the doctor just told you it will kill you and it goes back to what i said last week time we always think we got more time we do not you do not stop acting like you can just keep putting quarters in the machine and get more time no you do not know when it's over that is the whole purpose of this movie (laughs) you do not know So I don't know people, this is, this is a tough one. And let me see, love so hard and try to fix them, save them. That's real. 
That's real. Because you, you know what I'm saying? Nobody, because you got to understand, a lot of people were abandoned. A lot of people were left for dead. A lot of people were rejected. A lot of people, you know, got ran over. So it's like those people who that has happened to don't want to do it to somebody else. But you have to understand that that sickness will kill you. That behavior will kill you. How many times have you cut the TV on and you see a man comes home, you know, gets into an argument, shoots wife, shoots kids. uh, That did not just happen. That was not like, oh, I just woke up today and felt. No, he was a toxic person. He went through it. He was toxic every day. He probably had signs of domestic violence and all kinds of crazy stuff in his past. And that was just the straw that broke the camel's back. And the woman just capped though. I can love him through it. You cannot love him through a bullet to the head. You cannot, you cannot. And like, I, I so if y'all familiar with the miss Pat show, so I, I'm, I watched the show. It's funny. Miss Pat show. Come on, BT. I, I get it. I watch BT. So, and she telling me her, you know, she talking to me. Cause you know, I'll be watching her show and she talking to me and she telling me the story. Like this woman got impregnated when she was a teenager by a grown man who then shot her in the side of the head. Toxic. And when I tell you, that's not a new story in my neighborhood. That just ain't. It ain't a new story where I'm from. That's the same old story. And until we get tired of it as a people, until we teach our little girls that this is not okay, men aren't supposed to treat you this way. It's going to keep happening. <sighs> Look, I just want... If you if you watching tonight, if you listening on the podcast, it's it's people out there who can help you reach out, surround yourself with good people, and try every day. If you can't break loose all at once, just try a little bit every day. But remember, you're not in control of time, and you have to make a decision to get this toxic individual out of your life. The toxic situation, toxic job, get it out of your life. Cut the leg off. I'm going to leave y'all with this. God puts everything you want right outside of your reach. It's up to you to extend and grab it. And sometimes it's just that simple when it comes to changing your circumstances and changing the people in your life. You have to extend outside of your normal box and reach out and grab change. My name's Tom Swoop. This is the first off in my opinion podcast. I want to thank you guys for tuning in and I will see you next Monday. Keep it gangster in them streets, baby.